0: Hello and welcome to Connected, a podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good in the world. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Uh,
1: hello, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom.
0: Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm <laughs> absolutely sure about
1: that, ASD.
0: And joining us in the room is Erica Ingham. Erica, you are the Chief Financial Officer at Mediacom North. All these
1: chiefs. <laughs> all these
0: chiefs, all the seas. And you are also on the board as a non-executive director for both the Institute of Directors and Creative England. Is that right?
2: Uh, yeah, I've just left Creative England but i still okay. the video
0: and um, hello Half the press um, I'm going to move your mic slightly closer. Um, in your previous life you've held senior finance roles at MTV 20th Century Fox Liberty Media Group and the BBC
1: That's a cool CV isn't right? it Right, yeah. it's so good
0: um, So straight in what What does the typical week of a CFO look like? What, what do you actually do? What
1: well, I'm quite
2: glad you've asked me that this week because it's been a particularly interesting week last week fortunately I mean there's, there's an element of compliance because there always is mm. um, and that's important but there's a lot more to it. Um, we finished our February numbers last week, which were great. Uh, we finished our forecast for the business for the year, which yeah. looks great. Um, but there was loads of other stuff that we did as well. I met the CFOs of, of two of our main clients. Um, we attended the Northern Power Women Awards, which and, and how did you won, do? Which Yay! we won. Congratulations! Um, saw,
1: I saw that on social. It's brilliant. Did you? Yeah. Oh, congratulations we were
2: really pleased about that. Um, and then last week we were we were in a team. There were six teams from MediaCom North um, committed to raising. Uh funds for smart works, which is a great charity, helping women back to work. We had to do five hundred miles per team of five in five days. So it's hundred miles each between Monday and Friday. So outside work, uh I was pretty busy
1: and pretty knackered wow. last
2: week as well. Oh,
1: uh, uh, you, what uh, Running, walking, uh cycling, cycling. Anything? cycling? So
2: bikes in the gym or right. on the road. Okay. Most of us were in the gym. Yeah. We did have one in reception. Wow. I managed to avoid that. <laughs>
1: yeah oh um and you're a ned so what does a ned do and how do you balance it with the day job because that's quite a busy day job it is
2: um i think the ned role it's not massively time consuming right. actually and i see it as a personal development opportunity because you learn so much from sitting on completely different boards yes. than you sit on normally yeah um what's a ned do it's all about governance and good governance and sort of looking at risk in the business Mm -hmm. and how that's mitigated and calling the exec team into account and making sure that they're performing and doing the very best for the business
1: and is it a a very different culture to the obviously I know the MediaCon culture is it is this a different culture and and how does yeah it's a
2: totally different culture just
1: explain a little bit
2: um, well, I think Mediacom culture is very unique and very uh, sort of relaxed and informal. And the idea is kind of a, a bastion of directorship. So it's more formal culture. Uh, it's a very senior board. Um, you know, when I joined, I didn't think, oh, my God, I'm not a lord or a lady. I haven't got any, wow. of, uh, I haven't got any letters after my yet, name. What am I doing here? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's great to be surrounded by brilliant people, brilliant people at Mediacom brilliant people on the i do board yeah. both different and give you kind of different learning experiences really so
1: because yeah, i have known people i mean they won't let you in right if you're not dressed appropriately and that kind of thing i so think that's very, chilled out a bit it now of it. yeah
0: wow um so going back to your cfo role how how much scope is there for creativity in a cfo role or is it very logic and numbers driven
2: uh, both really yeah. I mean obviously we have to we have to be numbers driven but creativity is absolutely key and I think that's what makes a, a, a good CFO and the difference from a good and a kind of normal CFO I mean there's creativity in strategy uh, we're doing the strategic direction for the overall business uh, there's creativity in finding solutions creative solutions um, present presenting information it's a media company and what you don't want to do at the board meeting is present a kind of powerpoint deck of a vomit of numbers Mm. so it's how you can present that information creatively to the rest of the business so create people engage with it and and take notice of it and read it Um, and that's always quite interesting so I think, and also creative leadership as well Mm. Um, so I think it's absolutely vital actually I mean
1: it's uh, it's, um, I think it's one of the things that sometimes people, people who've got the kind of creative title Mm -hmm. in their title completely miss out on which is that it's the running of the business that either facilitates or doesn't facilitate what you develop and what you don't develop have you got any things bubbling under that you think should be for example over invested in because they're important to the business rather than simply looking for a flat roi across everything
2: i think there's there's different ways of looking at stuff right. and, and there's the kind of ROI model but you also have to look at strategic importance to the business yeah. from our point of view digital is really important mm. to us so uh, Half of our revenue in the media com business comes from digital, and we recently acquired Code, which yep. is a digital agency in Manchester. Um, and what's really interesting for us is, is is putting that together for a really unique offering that isn't happening anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you can you can monetise that, and obviously it makes perfect yeah. sense. But strategically, it, it's really important as well.
1: Yeah, we're we're all quite excited about hearing about that. Yeah some day trips we're
0: pretty excited Hmm. too Uh, so you're the first person who we've interviewed from our northern offices Uh, what do you think that MediCom London can learn from our northern offices
2: I mean look we work very closely with London and we're you know we're very aligned and Mm. and Karen's our chairwoman of both but um, there are some unique opportunities in the north. We've done this recent acquisition where we're pretty big, but we're a lot smaller than London. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an element of kind of nimbleness there mm-hmm. where, where we can react quicker. How many people how many people in
1: your
2: office? Well, across the north, yeah. we've got about 300 people and then there's another sort of coming up to 100 in code as well. So we're pushing 400 people. So it's, 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 it's
1: not a small company. No, no I mean, no, no, from a European yeah, yeah. perspective,
2: we're, we're pretty big. Yeah. Um, it's just that London is hugely successful. It's a bit kinda of like having that older brother that always gets the first and you still you get two one and you do you do really, really <laughs> well but you know, they were there they were there, yeah. there first. But uh, so I think you know the Northern Powerhouse is really interesting yeah. for us. When you when you look at it, they're talking about growing the northern economy. Was it a hundred billion in three decades? So all our staff pretty much still be working there then. I, mean, that's, I said will be the way my kids are spending my money. <laughs> Um, and that's a unique opportunity for us when you look at strategically how we're placed we've got offices in Leeds Offices in Manchester, they're talking about high speed link, uh, they're talking about infrastructure, they're talking about international as one of the priorities where we've got the MediaCom group and they're talking about, you know, leadership and the North being a destination workplace with all people first, culture, you know. We are feeling quite comfortable about that. And then if you dig a bit deeper, the things that they want to leverage, which are kind of northern skills, one of them is digital. So we're really liking that as well. Yeah. Um, and off the back of that, there's a they've announced a 400 million pounds fund for investing in the Northern Powerhouse for businesses. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, our Leeds businesses a kind of growth, uh, you know, engineer effectively. So as the economy and, and grows, we're right in the middle of it. And
1: winner of the campaign media yeah. award. Yeah, of course.
0: Fantastic. So
2: we're, right? we're ready to kind of grab yeah. it and uh, make the most of the Northern parts. initiative. I think that could
1: be quite interesting. So you mentioned your kids. How old are you? Do you mind me asking? Yeah, nine and 12. Okay, that's you've got a lot of a uh, of teenagers ahead of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm told, told it only it gets, gets worse. Yes. <laughs> it's such fun. Um, Thanks for that. So <laughs> uh, um, uh, how... how could, I mean, can you remember now pre-kids and, 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 you know, one of the things I know that I certainly... Realised very much and I think we've acknowledged with our Blend program yeah. at Medicon that it, it, it there is no such thing as a work-life balance once you've got kids you've just got that you've got everything going on all the time and I am a firm believer that mothers basically have two full-time jobs mm-hmm. and that needs to be acknowledged
0: and fathers
1: yeah
0: but and fathers no <laughs>
1: I don't think it's the same thing so there's actually been quite a lot of um, research that's come out I can send you a link to it that says that even if a mother has a stay-at-home partner she will tend to be the one thinking through who's doing lunch boxes, oh it's sport on Tuesdays and Thursdays and so the sports kit needs mm-hmm. to be and, it, and it, th- there's a kind I of you. different m- kind of mental activity going yeah. on I think if we could plug into our brains. Anyway, but, I don't, but what I really wanted to ask was whether that's your experience and how your approach to work evolved.
2: Well, I'm a single mum, so I'm pretty busy. Really? Um, and it. I Can I say
1: massive respect? Thank you very well. much. <laughs>
2: um, and I also have a butterfly mind, so that's useful because you're permanently jumping. Do you think it got or more... Or I
1: think my mind got more butterfly when I, when I had kids. I think I was quite focused before then. And it's one of the things that people complain about. And I actually thought, no, this is a brilliant advantage because you do need to be able to do. You can run several yeah. things at once yeah. and
2: mm. possibly to read something and have a conversation yes, at the same time, yeah, which is, yeah. which is quite a useful skill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have a clue before I had kids mm. in terms of the demands that there is, yeah. and and I think when people managing teams who did have children or caring responsibilities for mm. elderly parents yeah. or whatever, I didn't really have that empathy and understanding. I was I was nice enough and helpful enough yeah. as a manager, but I didn't really get it. Yeah. and I think once you've had kids and you've had caring responsibilities, you get that kind of element of that conflicting
1: choice and or well, everything always on in a way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
1: and certainly I know that if um, our management are expecting a set of numbers, they're not very interested in a child having a temperature, and that's the reason why <laughs> they might be a bit late. So I mean, how, how do you manage that? Look, you must. Work uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going to say I've
2: nailed it because yeah. I don't think that would be that would be true. Um, But, you know, you get good at juggling and you work out when to do things in order to cover any contingency that may arise. um, And
1: are you managing sports days and things like that? All right. It's tough, actually, as well, because I don't think schools behave in a way that helps working parents no
2: I mean my school does annoy me because they'll suddenly go oh and we've got a parents assembly in two days (laughs) that's right at three
1: o'clock in the afternoon yeah Yeah, yeah.
2: uh, at eleven there's no notice at all yeah Uh,
1: I think that's a general experience and it's not okay actually
2: I mean I'm lucky because my mum helps me out so if I'm not there she can she can attend so they do have a family member there to watch
1: them play the drums or whatever it is yeah well I I hope I hope you get enough support
0: so what would your advice be for parents-to-be, or new parents?
1: Ooh,
2: um, it's an interesting one, this, because it has a knock-on effect to the whole women on board debate, and people always say, take short sure quotas, how do you get more women on board? Yeah. And I think that, that key, when people have children, that's the, that's the way to get into them to make sure that we've got the right level of qualified people coming up the ranks to get those board positions Mm. and yet most people when they have a child probably knackered sleep deprived all those things which
1: is what sd is going through at the moment i mean i do have massive respect for fathers as well i don't want this to be a who works harder fathers or working fathers or working mothers it's not competition but yeah that is a general thing
2: and, and, and I think, you know, at that point, people tend to go, or women can tend to go, I'm going to take a step back. Yeah. How can I, you know, I do, my God, this is such a huge thing. Yeah. I'll, I won't go for that, that promotion or mm. I, I won't do this or I won't take that job because it's got travel involved and all yeah. those things. And I think actually I would say to people, before you start limiting your career, Look at how you can do those things, mm. and, and and ask for flexible working. Mm. Ask the company how they could facilitate that. And I think people don't even ask sometimes. i are thinking I've had a baby and I'm knackered mm-hmm. and I'm just going to keep
1: my head down. And, uh, and 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 quite a lot of my so when we were researching for the for the for the book, quite a lot of managers who won't ask the women that work for them yeah. to do anything because they've yeah. got a young baby. And so there's not enough debate and dialogue because you can. Asking the question won't hurt you, and you can tell a lot about the culture of the organisation, can't you? As yes. to what kind of response and answer that you get. Um, do you look back on those early days and think, oh my God, I don't know how I managed it. I mean, I think I look back to going around supermarkets with two babies in a, in a trolley. Doing a conference call. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and think it's lovely as that was. Yeah it's quite lovely now as well
2: hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah um, i wouldn't want to go back to that but I've, I've kind of had that experience i yeah i mean i had a lot of help from my mum but it was yeah. hard and, mm. and I, i lived abroad and i commuted abroad for work while my mum used to mind wow. me in the week as well and i commuted down to london so yeah it was quite frantic um and you know, I still knew I wanted a career, I needed to look after my family, and I I wanted to do something interesting that Mm. worked for me, so, Mm. yeah, it was hard, but I think, in retrospect, I probably made it harder for myself, because you tend to just not flag up things not ask yeah. flexible working not, not ask if you know if anything could be accommodated you yeah. just tend to sort of put your head down pretend you're a bloke pretend you haven't got these responsibilities yeah. out of work and just and try like, like everything's everything. normal
1: yeah. yeah so that's the big piece of advice ask ask for help um so that's our that's our the, there's a set of regular questions that we ask that we ask everybody um and one of the most popular ones um with our listenership, so I'm given to believe, is um what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out in our business? I think it's really important that you never stop learning
2: mm-hmm. and that your teams never stop learning, otherwise you're effectively standing still. Yeah. So I think that's one thing you have to look after your own career and learning and not just rely on somebody else suggesting stuff. Somebody told me very early on in my career that I should pick my battles. Interesting. I was quite feisty and sort of already, always prepared to sort of stand up for, for yeah. what I believed, and they sort of said, if you pick your battles, then everyone takes you a lot more seriously mm-hmm. when you do actually go into fight. That's very good advice. Um, and that was amazing. I mean, that you I and had I had, had, had that conversation. More than so, once. Have either of us taken the advice? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good advice. Pick your
2: battles. I think that's one thing, and another one's maybe you know. There's a lot of. Oh, we've got crisis. It's very rarely a crisis.
1: Yeah. You can usually
0: find a solution. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Um, now I've managed to get the question which Sue usually asks. It's uh, my favourite s- question. Yeah, so sorry, but what do you want to ask it? Uh, so say so I needed to summon uh, you as a genie, uh, and it, the genie, and in order to summon you, I needed to put five commonly available objects in this circle. What would they be?
1: You know
2: I'm really like to see something clever to this, but I'm going to have to say, LK Bennett funky funky shoes with a big fifty percent off. Okay. Stick
0: around, <laughs> it's for so like good. a
2: bargain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. I love that. Time, a couple of hours more to every day. Oh,
1: that's, nice. uh, that's a physical answer. Yeah.
0: So. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine I with that.
2: I like it. a bit more time. There's so much to do, so much to yeah. learn. More time with the kids. Uh,
1: chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, Any particular specific favorite chocolate? Well,
2: I won a scholarship to do some study in Tel Aviv years ago, oh. and uh, they put me up by the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> so every day you get this beautiful smell of chocolate wow. in the air, and after that I got totally addicted, so it would probably be Elite Chocolate, which is from Israel, or wow. Hotel Chocolat is okay. my new kind of name. Uh,
0: elite Chocolate from Tel Aviv. Yeah. Wow, that's I don't interesting. think it's that
2: elite, but it's, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, the, I don't remember. Maybe yeah. no. really really just existing. Or thing, just like, yeah, yeah. It, it is a thing when it's right. when you can you know, smell, you smell it in all air, time, yeah, you know. your clothes, smell of chocolate. Um, so chocolate, um, temporary Ten, because it's a really good gin. Yeah, or Three Rivers Gin, which is a gin place, uh, sort of very small distillery in Manchester. You can go make your own gin mm. while they ply you with cocktails simultaneously, <laughs> which is very pleasant. Um, and non-English food, because I find English food quite boring, but I love...
1: Don't favourite? afraid, you need to be specific, of yes. course. Thai, it have to be Thai, Thai food. Thai, something. Yeah. Nice. I think Thai, nice Thai. Yeah. Time. Um, Okay, uh, house on fire, everything alive is safe, every chicken's safe, pet's safe, everything's safe. What are the three things you'd grab of yours to save from the fire? You often have that, but I
2: don't have anything to about it. So... My son, when he was uh, young, was ill. Uh, he was quite ill. He's all right now. And he used to have this stuff that uh, They used to take to hospital with him. And lots of terrible things happened. His birds had oxygen and... Injections and everything, so I think I'd have to say Bear, yeah. and then my daughter's got Millie Bunny, I'd have to yeah. save Millie Bunny as well. Um, short of that, I did kind of think that's a massive opportunity for a great shopping spree, isn't it? Because I'm fully assured, <laughs> so you're yeah, for everything else, got, got. you know. There's almost a distinct upside to it, a whole yeah. new wardrobe, everything. But you know, let's
1: hope nothing happens. No,
0: absolutely not. Uh, do you have a favourite book that you'd recommend?
2: usually reading a few books at once mm-hmm. Glass Wall excellent uh, book
0: hardly <laughs> recommend that the fees in the post yeah
2: and, and, and you know I've usually got a few on the go at the moment I've finished Glass Wall um, which I love very sort of real and um, I'm reading Learn to Sail because I'm going on a sailing course But
1: do you, so one of the ways we ask this question is do you ever give books as a present to people or is it, is it to recommend to people is there a book you've recommended or given away usually yeah.
2: I'm raving about the latest book that I've read right, so Learn to so. Sail is not what <laughs> i have to say. to um, say
1: you are learning to sail yeah I am
2: well we'll see um, but, uh, Le Petit France, I've given that as a gift oh, okay, cool. um, and I studied French literature at uni Uh, it's
1: it's such a sweet book yeah it's it's, um, okay this is another one of my favourite questions (laughs) so blame me for this one Um, Hollywood's called they want to do a film about your life story Erica who you've got the casting choice who would you cast and why could be any actor actress living or dead (laughs)
2: You've said any actress, so I would cast a northern unknown actress, so that they got
0: the big break. Okay. Okay. Nice, I love that. And finally, it, it feels weird me asking these; they're all in the wrong order. Um, so we're going to give you a billboard, any billboard, anywhere. Uh, where would you put it, and what would you say on it?
2: I think I would have to put "Thank You, Mom." Because uh, without her help minding the kids while well, I stayed away with work and everything around that, going to the odd sports day, um, I wouldn't be able to
1: have the career and look after my family as I have done. This day.
0: Yeah, that's the first, first, first family. person that's thanked their mum. Yeah, it's thanked anyone, lovely? but Isn't
1: thank it's their mum. Mother's mom. Day coming off as well. <laughs> it is. I know, can we you chase this for Mother's Day? Yeah, we 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 get get
2: this is <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's lovely. Uh, Erica, thank you very much. It's been. Oh God, yeah, sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, so Sunday. these are the these. Oh, are, these are... These are the surprise cards. I even got them out. Yeah. Um, these are the three cards from the School of Life. Um, the the School of Life. Uh, they're in a box of 100 you, a hundred questions, a you toolkit really for careers. I'm sure we've sold a you lot sh- of packs of cards. Right. Actually. This, uh, um, I'm actually yeah. thinking that'd be a good thing to get. Yeah.
2: So these are working. these are great gifts. Um, there's
0: one for conversations, one for relationships, one for careers, one for, and then another one. If you could take the question, read it out.
2: When I'm feeling buoyant and confident, I think I could run the world when I'm feeling, when I'm on one.
1: <laughs> and, and any plans for running the world? No, not yet. Not yet. I'll not stick with media Well, well but until the kids well grow <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you, it's Eric. Pleasure. It's been
0: wonderful.